0: hello welcome to panda spaces i hope you enjoy the content in each episode remember that these were recorded live during a twitter space so at the beginning of each episode there might be a few minutes of music feel free to fast forward or skip to the next chapter and enjoy thank you Good evening, my friends. I hope you've all had a wonderful Wednesday. It has been a busy Wednesday for me, but I like busy. I like productive. I uh, like being a dad, and that's about what my day consisted of today. <laughs> uh, we have some basketball camps going on this week, and my daughter Josie and I have been training our own little soccer camp because I signed up to be the coach this year. So I've got some little athletes in the house getting ready for some seasons, and school's coming up. It's a time of change. My goodness, I can't believe how fast this summer has flown by. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that, but uh, this summer went too fast, and I can't believe they start school at this ridiculous time of year. For some reason, I feel like when I was a kid, it didn't start till like— Mid September, but maybe I've just made up my own memories. (laughs) I hope everyone's doing well. I'm excited to see everyone up on stage. We got Ryan, Sparky, Edward. Good to see you, my friend. Dap, I love the new logo, by the way. That's super, super clean and fire, bro. David L. Boyle. I've got to tell you, Dave, Dave's got a really cool middle name, Lester. I hope you're okay with me uh, doxing you that much. It was one of our heck yeah, please do. One of our ancestors' uh, names, and I've always been really fond of that middle name of yours, my friend. So I think it's cool that you put your middle initial. <laughs> I need that. I need to do that. Lane T. Boyle. It sounds very
1: official. So uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm just going to add that I was born on my grandpa Lester's birthday. That's why I took his middle name amazing, too.
0: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I
1: That was my that was our great grandpa Lane. Remember um pictures of him?
0: Yeah, he was handsome. Oh yeah. Well, you got the you got the uh, the birthday and the handsome genes passed on
1: down to you, bro. Thanks, brother. You too. Hey, we've got... Right right back at you, brother.
2: <laughs> Thanks, bro. Who got- knows which side Grandpa Lester was on? You got,
0: mom, you got mom with you? Yeah. Dang, I'm jealous. You you get to hang out with mom.
2: Elaine, well, do you know which side Grandpa Lester was on?
0: Yeah, your side.
2: Whose father was he?
0: What's that? <laughs>
2: Whose father was he?
0: Oh, let's see. Uh... Hattie?
2: Hattie's father?
0: No. Nope. Nope. I get lost. There's there's a lot to keep track of. (laughs) I hear you.
2: Hattie's husband.
0: Oh, I was so close then. Yes. Oh, man. I'm pretty proud of myself then. Yeah, that's a...
2: Hattie's father was Hiram. Hiram Lucas. Okay. And... That my father's father was Joseph Lester, William F. Rigby's line. There you go. And David was born on his birthday, so we named Lester his le- middle name.
1: There you go. Some Rigby family history. And, and just like and just like me, Grandpa Lester was apparently the last one at the dinner table every time.
2: Yes, he was.
0: <laughs> oh, you—he was named well, Mom. That's perfect.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm sure he had a dad who yelled at him all the time because he was late he to get in the car to go places. As well.
1: <laughs> still, still chewing, still chewing the steak. Late for, late for the car ride. Chewing that steak.
0: Uh, that's a fond memory of mine. Dave and Dad y- yelling at each other because Dave was running late combing his hair.
1: <laughs> sorry. The um, so many. Sorry, I get so many robocalls. Did you say something? Oh,
0: nothing important. Nothing important. <laughs>
1: the, ro- the robocall when it comes in, it turns off. It mutes it. I get so many robocalls. I'm so tired of all the. They don't even leave voicemails. They just bug all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right at dinner time. (laughs) Hey, we've
3: got
0: got a newcomer to the stage, Chris Haas. How are you, my friend? Welcome.
4: Doing well, thanks, Panda.
0: Thanks for uh, joining the book time. We this is a great, great uh, opportunity for me to kind of catch everyone up. If you if you haven't been following this is actually the second to the last chapter of this novella that we've been reading by Alexander Davis this chapter 10 uh is called ruse the next chapter is called truth and that's the final chapter And uh, we get together, we discuss what we've read, and we have just a really good time. So, Chris, I appreciate you coming up. If you haven't caught up or if you have, we can't wait to hear your thoughts. And everyone as well, please come on up to the stage to give your thoughts. We're having a really great time. So uh, that's what we're about to dive into, my friend.
5: I appreciate it. I have not done the assigned reading, so I might have to uh, excuse myself. I wouldn't have any thoughts even if I had done the assigned reading. Um, but, uh, at least I have it a built-in excuse and, uh, maybe for the next book, I'll, uh, be ahead of the curve, but, uh, I'm behind now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no worries. That's perfectly a-okay. We, you know, we have a fun time kind of doing a little summary and then we give our thoughts. We try to predict what's going to happen. Now, this is our first time doing a fiction. We, uh, did four books of self-help genre and we kind of needed to, uh, take a little self-help break get creative imagination zone going and we've had a really great time. We feel like uh, this has been a cool opportunity as well for Alexander Davis, the author who uh, this is a good chance for him to get some input on his book. He actually joins the space with us a little later usually. So I can't wait to just hop in and this chapter uh, if I can, I'll do a brief little summary and then uh we'll get into any any details that I missed and what people are thinking and and where it's going. Now, if you have not, go ahead and click on the the link in the bamboo book time tweet up there. There is a link to the free book. Uh it's a novella, 11 chapters. It has flown by. We've all been uh, having a really hard time not digging into the next chapter, especially this one for me. Oh, my gosh. I I uh, didn't even, like, tempt myself by flipping through the pages. I haven't even done it. I've stayed strong. And uh, it, it was a really nice. I swear I am staying strong because. I really want to be surprised. I'm really holding out for some surprises here, and I have, uh, I have a feeling we might we might uh, get some sci-fi surprise of some kind. I don't know. I don't know. With that being said, I'll I'll kind of give my little take on this last chapter, and then we'll get right into it. So, uh, <clears throat> Roland in this chapter, he essentially. Uh, it's, it's a confusing chapter. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if it's a dream. I don't know if it's real. I don't know. Uh, just like Alexander said, he is going to leave us with questions. We're not going to figure everything out. And I can see now, because if the next chapter is... Even if he has 10 pages, how does he how does he wrap this up and give us any answers? He can't. He's going to leave us hanging. He's going to make us still question. And I, I think uh there's there's way more going on here uh, at least in my mind or i think he's dreaming and what happens is he basically is still freaking out he he's not quite sure if his uh, Rue is really dead He's he's been told some stuff he's kind of searching for her he wakes up in the hospital and, and just immediately s- starts searching for her some things are different he feels like it's a different room and he goes like deep into the underground uh, and that blew my mind because I've been saying I swear there's going to be some underground weird town crap and I th- I don't know it, it like was very vague because like oh, oh the doors were locked and the, the stairs just kept going and he thought it was going to be the basement and it kept going again. So I feel like it was vague on purpose and some weird dude in a suit shows up and it's like kind of scary. Something's going on with his face. And uh, he's thinking of all these memories with Rue and trying to really decide if it's true, if she's dead or if it's all a lie or if he's being tricked. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I I feel like the next chapter uh is going to leave us hanging just the same <clears throat> but I I do I think there's a little bit of a chance that some weird town stuff is going on here and they're going to mess with him and they're they're messing with him right now and I think or they is he is Alexander going to make us think in this next chapter like was that a dream or did that really happen and I don't know I'm still thinking maybe Rue is still alive you guys I, I think they're messing with him. Am I am I getting am I getting tricked here by Alex? <laughs> okay, so those are my questions. I obviously love the theory that uh, the the tumor is just that plain and simple. He's got hallucinations going on, his wife is dead, and he's going to this hospital they're trying to help him and they're they're polite, everything's going just how it should be and he's just an unstable tumor patient with medication and he stuck himself with a needle and it got worse than, you know, so maybe it really is that simple that he's a patient and, but I don't know. I think this chapter was, was weird enough. The basement stuff, there's gotta be some weird stuff going on. So that's my take. That's my take. Sparky. I'm excited to hear yours.
4: I'm choosing to go early on this time because Speaking of hospitals, not that I'm trying to get sympathy or anything, but my wife is currently in the hospital and she could call me at any minute to go and get her. Um, So because of that, I want to get my kind of point across just in case she calls in the next like 10 minutes or so. Um, So I think that there's a lot of things that people may miss or may um, not think about and i think the first one being how easily he got up out of the bed and left the room um if we recall early on in the story or earlier on in the story when he was with the police officer the chief of police the chief said that he uh basically could have arrested him for his behavior and everything so with that being said after a car accident like that if he really woke up in the hospital, they would have handcuffed him. Like he would be handcuffed to the gurney in some respect. So just, just going off of that, that's my theory as to why he's in a dream. And the fact that the staircases and all that don't make sense. Um, now I will also say that, um, I feel like the chapters should have been labeled differently based off of this one. I feel like this one should have been labeled maze. Um, I feel like the other chapter should have led up to the maze. So, like, the veils should have been ruse. Um, I feel like um, the ones before this, the maze ones, should have been um, maybe the veil. Veils. I feel like this one should have been named, uh, maze and I don't know what's going to get revealed in the next one, but I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, it's obviously the truth about everything. And I'm, I'm saying that it's a hundred percent. He's dreaming. Um, there's way too many things that just don't add up with, um, the rest of the story in that sense, especially with the the police officer saying he would arrest them if he acted out because of his behavior. Um, He ended up harming himself in an um, unwanted way. And that was one of the reasons why he said he could have arrested him. Um, And so because of his behavior, I think he should have been handcuffed to the gurney. So if it isn't um, some sort of uh, dream, and he did wake up in the actual hospital. Uh, I think there's a plot hole there. But if he is, you know, actually still dreaming, and he's going to eventually wake up in the next chapter, um, I think we're going to find out that he he he's going to be handcuffed to some degree because that's just a, that to me is a glaring hole in the whole chapter if it's not a dream, um, or in the whole story it's, it's again with the, I know I keep bringing up Chekhov's gun, but it's, it's again with the, the leading or leaving, uh, breadcrumb trails and things for you to see. He's, he said that in the past about arresting him because he's going to chain him down at some point, I think. So, um, that's my theory. I think, I think the, the, you know, guy, the, the different, obviously the different Ruth's appearing there's like six different roots at one point that appear i think they're all again part of the dream the hallucination um i think the guy with the scar face is a part of his hallucinations maybe not maybe he is a real person that was in that surgery room and he's just recalling him in this hallucination i don't know but maybe he's going to come back later and maybe he's going to be a part of the visions of Bezic But, again, I I still think wholeheartedly that this is a dream, and I think the evidence supports that, in my opinion.
0: Good take, Sparky. Good take. It it looks like Edward's got uh, some response already. Go ahead, Edward.
6: Hey, how's it going? Um, Yeah, I have to agree with Sparky on a lot of it, um, except the chapters. I do agree with um, – Xander's um, choice for chapters. I think, I think they make a whole lot of sense if you read through the story. Because I, I read through it right up to chapter ten, and then I started kind of reading over again. Um, I think I do think that Ruth has passed. I think she did die. I think the tumor is affecting the way he sees her. I think that was what the veil was. The veil was covering it up. Um, his hallucinations, because. Uh, Ruth is with him until the maze happens. And that's when he starts to try and figure it all out as he's going from place to place, looking for Ruth. So he's going through a maze to find her. Um, I I do really agree with how his chapters are laid out. That's the only thing like I would disagree with Sparky on. I do think the chapters were laid out perfectly. And the ruse is him trying to realize whether or not this, this does exist or not. Um, feeling that he's down there and like the jig is up that yeah you know what maybe she actually is dead because as he goes through the um the whole spiel he gets flashbacks of him and her, her life um with their son dying um and the turtle which i thought was really cute um that he was called turtle and on top of that it just it felt like he's trying to finally put the pieces together like the ruse is finally up um, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but the maze that's done up—I I only just realized this—it actually has the words of everything wrote in every single chapter. Like you can see, uh, surgery. Uh, you might have talked about this already. i have been trying to listen in, but if yeah, if you look at every single maze, you will see it has like surgery, it has veil, it has maze, as Ruth. It also has the next chapter as well, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, he it, he put a lot of interesting details in this, which I'm very intrigued with. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what um, Ryan's thoughts are on it.
4: I, I I didn't say that the chapters were misarranged, per se. I just think that ruse, that like, there was more of a maze in this chapter in my mind than a ruse. I feel like the ruse was, like I said earlier on, um the, the veils or whatever you want to call it um yes. just just the 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 tiling cuz like it just didn't feel like this was much of a ruse i feel like this was just a dream um Do you which think
0: there's any room for them messing with him that, that this was the ruse that this was like nah. no what if it what if the ruse is them messing with him what if he's getting like, I don't know. I've got a few more big what ifs, but I'll hold them. I'll hold them.
4: I, I did want to say um, and add mm-hmm. add to everything as well that um, I went ahead because I, I had to buy something off Amazon. Uh, my back door broke um, and the latch broke because my son messes with it too much. Um, it's a little spring on the internals of it. Uh, so I had to order a part to replace that. And in doing so, I also ordered both. Uh, Edward's book and the uh the visions of Bezic. So um, those will be coming on Friday.
6: Oh well I appreciate you brother. Which one did you get? The Winter's Eve or keep Winters
4: up? Eve. Nice. Yeah. Your, your naked Manchester one
0: <laughs> That's the solid choice. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh I gotta pick those up myself as well. Yeah Ryan I think I think uh Edward gave you a perfect tea up you have you have some thoughts my friend
7: yeah um definitely not <clears throat> like i i'm thrown off kind of i thought i was going to say i felt like this is definitely a dream of him living through some stuff who kind of memories almost it seems like it was set up to be um maybe hypothetical dreams that like if he's dozing off as he was driving, right. Or, or in the bed or whatever, however, you know, the setting. Cause I didn't see really a way for him to describe it more than other than, you know, how he was, uh, kind of bringing forth of all the actions that he is going through. And then, um, there's a part that I was kind of wondering because did it, was it almost like he was living that moment or was he actually getting, um, with the officer and whatnot. And that point, that's where I was like, kind of wondering is it an illusion. And then they really kind of detached him from the main, or I felt like there was a big detachment from the main characters right here in this chapter, which is telling me that something's going to happen next and which did not happen in this chapter towards the end of it so that really kind of got kind of got me to draw me back in um which kind of i want to see that that kind of hooked me back a little bit but i did honestly lose that interest on it on that because i was like really into it you know and and, and um I wouldn't say I was bored with it. I just kind of was bummed out. And then what part really got me hooked into it was the fact that now I was trying to figure out what's happening with the labs, you know? Cause when I remember, um, I don't know, was it one or two chapters back when we were, w- were discussing and we were all speaking about the prick of the, the needle. Right. And is that development of up into something that he is undergoing at that moment? And that's why I was like, is this an illusion? And, um, with that, the officer setting, that's where it really tied it within that to me. So I'm really, that's what I'm curious about is what is that part coming next? Right. And that's what I'm wondering in my mind is trying to foresee the next chapter. and, and, uh, um try to understand what his kind of character feeling is at this moment because you could really sense the feeling of the joy in the in and him with his wife right so at this point you can really see the sadness the doubt the confusion right and so that right there to me really made it to where the turn has shifted and that more development should be happening and i did expect a little more of it within towards the end of the chapter of that little bit of a, a breadcrumb towards the end for that but i like the setup because i am definitely or once again hooked a little bit just a bit i want to know what happens so this tonight isn't. I think I'll just go hang out in Discord to go read the chapter, and then and then we can talk about it. <laughs> that's what I was it out right there. I'm, like, I'm ready to discuss that sex.
0: Hey, that's good art. Putting you through some ups and downs, and uh, sometimes good art you you might not like it, but it it affects you in some way, and it's. It's interesting. Uh, That happened to me for the first time when I was in Madrid and I was going through a museum that was just so full of really gory art, so much gore. And first of all, I was like, wow, Rated R has always existed. What, What are they talking about? Like modern media is New gore is new like a holy crap. they've had gory art for a long time. that surprised me. but then I was like, wow, I don't like any of this art it it doesn't like I don't like it but I came away from that experience extremely affected. And extremely moved, and I really appreciate that art. And uh, so just kind of an interesting thought. That's my sitting-in-a-museum-deep-thoughts moment of the night. Dap, what about you?
5: So, (sighs) ruse. Notice at the end he saw multiple ruse. So uh, that kind of goes straight up, you know, ruse. It, it tells you that there's ruse, <laughs> multiple ruse. So I don't know if anybody caught that one. Like, you know, he said that their title was, you know, also, you know, had Rue in it. But it, it's literally, you know, more than one Rue, the way it sounds. And that's what happened at the end. Um, yeah, Yo, I
0: Sorry. love that. I'm really glad you spelled that out, actually, <laughs> oh, oh. because... I was thinking of all the ways that, uh, yeah, that was good. Sorry. I feel yeah. like idiot. That was great.
5: Well, when he comes back, uh, Alexander, I'm going to ask him if, uh, if he'd come up with the names after he wrote the book or if he came up with those names beforehand, because, uh, that's a, that's a good way to to play it, you know, off of, if he already had the title of that chapter ruse, then that was an easy way of doing it. Uh, if not, then uh, that's that's pretty coincidental and, uh, and lucky. Um, so, yeah, I've been chomping at the bit to, and restraining myself from not going ahead and finishing the damn thing because I absolutely love it. Um, I want to know. Um, so Jack is listening down there, my wife, and uh, she's not able to talk. But, uh, she did send me some stuff that she's not been reading it, but just from me talking about it, she, uh, put out there that maybe he's in a mental hospital or that he's just in a nursing home, potentially. And it's just one of those things, uh, if he was dealing with a brain tumor or maybe he doesn't even have a brain tumor. I don't know anymore at this point, but, um, so damn invested, you know, I want to know. But, uh. almost get I don't know if if she's there or not or even if she was even there to begin with like maybe even you know maybe she wasn't even there like uh, you know maybe he wasn't even married (laughs) don't know there's so many questions now bro i saw
0: i saw with a couple thumbs down that you just broke ryan's heart with that i know no i'm I'm thinking the same thing you guys yeah that's so funny that you bring that up I, i i have a couple what ifs and one of one of them was right down that alley keep going
5: yeah and then uh have you seen shutter island Damn, something like that.
0: What a great twist that was, right? Oh, I know.
5: Yeah, you end up finding yep. out he's the one that's crazy. It could be the same sort of thing, you know. Maybe he's the one that's crazy. Maybe, it, maybe they're actually injecting him with stuff, or they've done something to him, and he's going. They're like letting him loose. Or like, why isn't there anyone there? In that in that place that he at the hospital or well, I mean who we don't know what it is We'd assume it's a hospital because there's hospital beds There's nobody else there you know when he woke up so why is he being left unattended it's almost like let's see what he does
4: it's almost like it's
5: a dream yeah or it's a dream or it's a dream or it's he's a guinea pig to something and they're just letting him. See how, you know, he reacts to everything. He Let's let him out to the outside world and see what he does. But uh, I don't know. But, I mean, you know, that would probably have to have happened since the hospital visit the first time. You know, maybe that's where they captured him to do that. And then, I don't know. But remember, we still got to figure out what the gene is. And we still don't know what that is. So, you know, does he possess the gene? So hopefully we find out what that is. If not, I would assume that the gene thing Contract has a lot the gene. to do with the entire uh, series of Bezik. Like that's the, the common theme or something, is is what I would assume, if it's not told. So,
0: I think those are some great ideas you're thinking uh right along some lines that I am with some what ifs and I'm hoping okay here's my hope for the last chapter is that nothing gets answered and we're all kind of left to create quite a few different multiple outcomes that this could fall into multiple different theories I would love that if it, it just because he wants us to keep reading about Bezic. so he's going to I think just – I think something has to be going on with the town in the sense of like, okay, maybe he does – maybe this is a dream or maybe he is sick and and this is all kind of a made-up story in his head. But I still think even if that's going on, there's got to be something weird about the town to to get us excited about the next part. So I I thought about that too, Dap. I watched my grandfather – you know, I would drive to his nursing home to visit him and I'd walk in and he'd look over at me and he'd say, Brad, Brad, you've, you've got to get me out of here. Yeah. Like, Grandpa, it's, it's Lane. I, uh, how are you? They, they, they treating you well. How, how's your food? You know, I try to just get him in reality and he's like, Lane. Ah, okay. Okay. Lane, Lane. That's right. That's right. Brad, I need you to grab my wallet and get me out of here. I'll buy you a hamburger. I'll do anything. Mm. They're, they're treating me terribly. I mean, I'm being experimented on. He would, he would make up all these things, and you know, it, it was very real in his in his mind, though. Uh, and whatever was going on, he was he was in another little reality. And I I saw kind of the same thing happen with my dad when he uh, started to get sick, and he'd uh, come to, and he wasn't sure what real was real, and he'd ask me how, how his bank accounts were because he's quite sure they got drained or he'd wake up and say, was the mission complete? You know, what did, did they get it handed off? Like dad, what, what are you talking about? He's the, the envelope. Did they hand it off? Is the mission complete? And I was all, you know, and I bet my brother Dave can remember some of those times where he was just in another, um, another world and uh, the medication mixed with his disease mixed with uh, you know, pokes and prods and this and that uh he he wasn't quite sure what was real and what wasn't so i i feel like there could be a little bit of that but i i also have been thinking of exactly what you brought up shutter island and then another another uh story west world is there some kind of possibility that this town is i mean this could even go into like a.i. And we could, we could come to find out that Besnik is really just a digital town. And these are all just, uh, characters with pre-programmed memories. You've
4: been talking to Jeff too much.
0: (laughs) 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 And yeah, I've got, I've got all sorts of funny things on my mind, of course. And I like Westworld blew my mind when they come to find out they're, they're, oh my gosh, robots. And and that, their ai what oh no what a twist and and then you you get even deeper into the, like so i don't know i i'm hoping that um it isn't quite a simple ending and that a lot of these questions that we have still just don't go answered I, and we're still and we love it i don't know cuz right now i'm frustrated i hope the last chapter calms me down a little bit to like feel okay about roland and at the same time, like, be more concerned about him getting tricked. I think he's getting messed with. I still think that's a possibility. So, right. I don't know.
5: <laughs> I got two more quick things. So, yeah, um, So, still uh, want to know about the gene. You know, is that something that we find out in the next book? And then, does the, does the fox play any sort of significance? And then, um, the last part there is... Um, another theory I had was, uh, um, what if he actually did go to the hospital and everything? And then when he went in to, to, you know, maybe he actually did go into the operating room and everything, and maybe he's actually just dying. And these are his last thoughts, you know, like the things that he wished that he had done. Uh, you know, missing his wife, yada, 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 uh, the trip to Egypt. Those are, there's like, there's a lot of things in there that are kind of like regretful things and things that he's thinking of that, you know, these are like flashbacks to things of his past. And maybe it's just trying to like his, his mind just like in limbo or something, trying to fight back to, to get back to living or death whichever way it is. So that's another thing that I thought too. He could be,
0: oh yeah. man, it could be a, uh, ghosts of the past, present, future type thing. And he's being taught a lesson. It could be. Yeah. Right.
5: Death. And then the, the turtle, right? So I think that's the part that Alexander was talking about. Would either make or break most people was the talk about losing a child.
0: Yeah, and that was a a really interesting uh, thing to me when reading this chapter because I forget who, but someone brought that up that the turtle must have been a child. Someone called that. Who was it? Yeah,
5: that? I brought that up.
0: That was you. Yeah. Yeah, nice call. Edward.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm not like if if we didn't know that this was a prequel. I'd leave it as, okay, you know, the story is that, you know, he, you know, passed, what his wife passed, and he has a brain tumor, and he's getting operation. Thing is, if she was dead, like a year ago, or whatever, and he knew he had a brain tumor, likelihood is he's either been hallucinating her the whole time, and it's kind of like a a way to, for him to fight the surgery. Like, why would he get the surgery in to begin with in that regard? It's like, why is he going for the surgery? If, you know, he's accepted death, like, cause if you read the story from the start, he's like kind of accepted it, but she hasn't like what he was talking about, like before, I think that was in some other chapter that she didn't accept it. Is that his mind playing tricks that like he should get this surgery is the wife, a kind of like a symbol, for him to keep on living where she hasn't. Um, and it just like, all this kind of just plays into part is like, where is this going to take to the, like, this is a prequel. Where is this story taking us? Like, what are the next 11 pages uh, going to really tell us about this story? Cause I'm, I'm very curious to see, cause like it started off with the surgery and then all of a sudden they're in the car. So I'm assuming the surgery happened in between a veil and, you know, ruse or something like that. I feel like in between those is when the surgery happened. What's with this guy with the scar face? Because it, it's been brought up a couple of times throughout the story as well about the scar face, uh, whether it was a part of a dream or not. So the fact that he's remembering these little things makes me wonder if maybe they're messing with his mind. Maybe he doesn't have a tumor maybe it was something that he's been injected. The whole needle thing um, could be something to do with him having an injection, um, and they've been injecting him with some sort of gene. And it could be just his mind kind of trying to, like, grasp at straws or trying to, like, pull out the truth, which is what the last chapter is called with Ruth.
0: I love it. I love Yeah, I think they're messing with him. I'm team they're messing with him, bro. I Team Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's get to Dave. And I'm excited to hear from Push and P as well, Onoha. Dave, let's go with you, my bro.
1: I feel like I'm in the TV show Lost. (laughs) They're all dead. I, I mean... A lot of you have already said a lot of my thoughts, just that I'm super intrigued what this last chapter is, is if, you know, the interactions will be ripe with event potential, you know, to where the hook is to get you into the next series. I totally agree with what a lot of people have said, you know, this whole book is a hook to his other content to me how do you how do you think this last chapter
0: will go did you and did you read ahead
1: no i didn't read ahead and i like how he did the play on words in the last chapter titled truth with ruth in it i didn't read ahead i want to bad because i want to see how much of he, he can wrap up which he won't in words but you know, he's creating with this novella. He's creating the world for us to dive into.
0: Well, and that kind of goes with uh, what Edward said—that um, uh, we we've got to have some kind of little taste of some something else is going on. What uh, we we want to read the rest of the stories of the people in town. If if this one guy is having some weird stuff, you know, some others have to have some weird stuff going on as well. I mean, my my wife works at a hospital. It would be so odd to have, like, a SWAT gear team roll in and be like, emergency! Like, if anything, it's a scrawny nurse that has to get a few other nurses to, like, help get a guy calmed down, and it, it probably takes a few minutes to, like, get someone who's not busy. I don't know, but like hospitals are busy and stuff. And it seems like this one's kind of oddly like, is he the only one there? But there were lots of people, but like, where are they? And what's the basement? I don't know. So I think, yeah, we're getting enough taste of like this, there might, there might be some other weird stuff going on. And I, yeah, the next few pages uh, I think we're going to be like, Oddly bummed, but satisfied at the same time. I think he's gonna do that somehow. That's that's my hope. That's my that's my bet. Is he, he'll pull it off? Push and pee. Oh, Dave, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to.
1: Add. No, it's uh, mom. Oh. Mom's got a good thought.
2: I just have a question. Quick question. I want to know if Alex—that's his name, right? The author. Xander. Xander. Anyway, did did he have this? I mean was this a monolithic authorship was he did he go into this story with an idea or did it evolve as he worked on it because there's only his voice in it you don't get any affirmation from any of the characters as to validity or time or place or anything I mean he controls the whole dialogue through the you know the writer does and and I'm just wondering if he has some idealistic point of polyphonic authorship or something that he you know for ordination or or idealized something that he's trying to evoke on us, something that he's trying to say that's important in life. I guess I just I think it's so wonderful that you had the opportunity to talk to the author. At this point, what was his point? I mean, he's here, you
4: can ask him directly.
2: Well, there you go. That's my question. Did you go into it with the story in mind, with the ending in mind, or did it evolve? Did your words create your own ending? Did you, you know, in writing it from your point of view, there aren't any words from anybody else. The doctors, even the first beginning sentences, we don't have any frame of reference as to any kind of validity or anything. So I'm wondering what was your goal? Did it, did it just evolve into the story that has everybody kind of intrigued right now? Or was that your intent?
8: So the answer is it kind of evolved along the way. The, the entire story was based around the idea of the surgery. So I thought that would be a really cool idea. Start a, start a story with somebody going into surgery and they don't really know what's going on. And the the anesthesia isn't working. And that's, that's just a great way to start a horror movie or a horror book or a horror, whatever, a horror, um, a horrible day um, or whatever. (laughs) But that, that idea was what this whole novel ended up being. That, that was the premise. So I had a few other ideas. I knew I wanted to write something that would tie into the visions of Bezik. And the vision of Bezik has a lot of pieces to it. So there were, there were a lot of different avenues. And there's some other things I want to write about, do other novellas about some of the other ideas that I had. But this is just the one that, that kind of spoke to me the most. So there there was a surgery, and then when I first drafted it, I knew where I wanted it to go, and I brainstormed some ideas and stuff, and I wanted to write something uh, suspense, kind of, to keep people you know, wondering what's going to happen next. It's not really a thriller. I don't know if this book is really uh, a thrilling book, but it does have some intense moments in it, but it's mostly just what's going to happen next. How did he get into the surgery? And then after you find out kind of how he got in the surgery, there are more questions to answer. And it just it kind of it kind of wrote itself in my mind. Pretty much one, one thing <laughs> led to another. Here are the divisions the of basic pieces that I can throw in. And it just evolved, really. I, I can I am the only person that that wrote on it. I'm the only author for it. And I can take some credit for it, but really the story kind of wrote itself. Once you get going with characters and stuff, like once you, once you make a person like Roland, he's got his own kind of personality and he's going to do his own things. You're kind of just watching what the characters do at some point.
2: Great answer, because that's kind of the way I was thinking as I, you know, reading through this, that really it's dominated by, it's not dominated by any kind of ideology. It's it's definitely plot-driven, but it's also a suspense. But you, um, I don't know, you retained the ability to write it from the author's point of view, and the characters do take on their own point of view, you know, their own character. and And, yeah, well-written from a literary critic. I'm not a good writer, but I, you know— that's what I graduated in college from, just studying it, because I love good writing. And that that you're able to do that is really neat, that you didn't, that things aren't given away, and it holds everybody's attention at this point. So thank you for answering that.
0: Yeah, that was a fun answer, too, to hear you say that they kind of take on a life of their own. I think that's, uh, at the end of the day... <clears throat> what I admire and also kind of envy about super creative people is it's like, you're the first to enjoy that. Oh my gosh. That like, not only did you come up with it and create it, but it, it kind of came to you. So it's, it, it the, the story is telling itself to you also at the same time and you, you know, vice versa, you're telling the story to itself, but it's, it's just fun to think about it like that, that you're the first uh, participant slash uh enjoyer of of the content and to hear you state it like that that it kind of tells itself that was just fun i love that answer and mom uh props to my mom for flexing her book club uh questions whoo you bring another level to it thank you mom for bringing in some literary uh questions and uh that that's great
2: well i love polyphonic novels the the voices are unmerged you know they can't they take on a single consciousness of their own. And that's kind of what he's done, whether he he knew it or not, or understood the literary. I'm sure he does a lot more than we think. So, yeah, you're welcome. I I love to have the ability to talk to the author. How often do you get that?
1: Not very often. Yeah. I
0: love that. <laughs> I love having Dave and my mom on here. And at the same time, it's funny to hear you guys uh talk back and forth that's fun love you guys
1: yeah i'm i'm in awe of mom's literary knowledge i'm like yep i'm shaking my head heck yeah
0: yeah like you I, know like i know what she's saying.
1: mom mom has read a lot of books and she's smart you know she's a smart cookie
2: <laughs> smart Alec. <laughs> thank you guys. thank you thank you author
0: <laughs> pushing panda my friend, Pushing P, the breezy. What do you got for us? You got Alexander here as well. If you have any questions for the author, he's got his hand up. Pushing P, are you there? Well,
9: ah, okay, yeah. Now I'm here. Now I'm here. Took me, took me the whole while, but now I'm here. I'm gonna have to say this as the first thing I say. My phone is on one percent, so. Uh, limited time here I like always really just enjoy the um the the uh the commune I don't know I don't know how to use that word but like the communalism something like that I just really love like the whole community and like everybody together in one place and I'm gonna use the last of my juice in my phone to wish myself a very, very 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 happy birthday because yes it is my birthday today of all days and well special enough for me i I came here to celebrate with you guys it's really really late like 4 a.m but i've been getting like birthday calls since like 11 or 12 so uh i decided to uh come to the last and one of the biggest uh places where i can share my love and tell all of you that well it is it is that day so uh What's up with you guys? Like, I just want to like hear from y'all with like last juice I've got. So like, what's up with y'all? Lynn, y'all talking about your mom. And I'm like, I don't want to say jelly. Cause like, fortunately my mom's alive. So, but well, well, you kind of like rubbing it in like with your brother too. But, uh, well, I'm not, 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 man.
0: Happy birthday. Oh, the breezy in the house. With this birthday love, I want to give it right back to you, brother. I hope your birthday is the best. Anyone have any words of wisdom for, for DeBreezy on his birthday? Alexander, do you have any? Edward? Plug your phone in. <laughs> Stop living on the edge,
6: man.
9: Yeah, I wish, but it's not as easy as you think where I'm at. <laughs> I'm 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 in Africa. Yeah, it's 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 power outages like all day.
0: Well, we hope you have a wonderful birthday. Thank you for sharing some of your time on your big day with us, my friend. Thank you for, for sure. uh, sharing your good vibes and you're always pushing positivity. And I yes, sir. Appreciate-
9: I thank I just thank y'all for always being here and it was it's I really do find it coincidental that there's a book time on my space as much as I'm not really a book person but I do love the book time so well I'd say that's a good testament
0: hey that's uh that's good <clears throat> that we have just some listeners as well uh, that tune in to hear the good conversation and uh, if that's your first step into a book club, is just to kind of be a fly on the wall a little bit and, and listen to people enjoying it. That's also fun too. So I I, I appreciate that. And your honesty, you get a yeah. gold star for your honesty. That's okay. I appreciate that. Yeah,
9: it, it, it's actually it's actually really fun to enjoy people's ideas and takes. And I may not have read most of the books, but just from like hearing people speak. I will have some really nice thoughts bubbling and some nice opinions to share. And that's why I generally try not to miss book times, but it's not so easy because as I said, it's 4 a.m. But I try my it's not it's not too it's it's not much of a biggie, but if I'm tired, I'm tired. But when I'm not, I love to come spend the last of my energy here just talking with people and just hearing people and I, I feel really special. I feel really happy that I'm able to tell, like, what. I don't know how many people are here. I catch that start counting, but telling everybody that, yo, it's my birthday, man. That's what's up, y'all.
0: I love it. Well, happy birthday, Push and P. We, we as uh, the Panda Fam and the Bamboo Book Time Club uh, wish you the best birthday, and I would sing happy birthday to you if I didn't have terrible pipes.
9: <laughs> it's no biggie man it's no biggie thank you so much much love everybody lane i love you man you're my brother man
0: much love to you pushing p thank you debreezy well alexander we we have the last chapter coming up i'm actually really glad you you didn't force us you gave us a good recommendation to take this one on its own because i I'm really glad to have one more like, Oh, what is going to happen? And I, I could have easily rolled into that last chapter and finished it. But now we have all of these different ideas of what could be happening. You're, you're throwing us off one more, one last time going into this last chapter. I've got a few big questions. Like, are we going to get anything answered? Is he in a computer program? Is this, is this, Westwood, is this some kind of Matrix deal? Is it a government thing? Or are they experimenting on him? I think I'm team. They're messing with him. Something weird is going on in the town. Uh, uh, a lot of people just think it might be nice and plain and simple, and he's got the tumor, and or maybe he's sick, maybe he's dying. Are we going to get anything answered? And what uh, what what do you recommend for us as we go into this last chapter? <laughs>
8: So there, there will be some answers. Um, so I, w- I would consider this. So the, the book starts you off with questions about Roland, and eventually you have some questions about Ruth, too. And I think nearly all the questions you have about Ruth and Roland get answered in this book. I say I think because I don't know every question you'll have. But I, I do think that Roland and Ruth, any questions you have about them will get answered except maybe one one question doesn't get answered uh, but yeah um, I think uh, I think you'll be satisfied with the uh, with what you know and then you'll be left with some other questions but most of the other questions won't necessarily be about Ruth and Roland um, and since we've come this far into the book there's only one chapter left um, would you all like to hear some interesting facts about the book that I can now share because y'all know a good bit, at least. Please.
0: That sounds awesome.
8: Okay. So, took a little bit of time today and top, topped up some notes. Um, that's because my handwriting is terrible. I can't read my own handwriting. But anyways, so, the last chapter y'all read is Ruse. And as somebody mentioned, the, the following chapter is Truth. And the it spells out Ruth with Truth. And that's that's a, um, a kind of cool title for the chapter well ruse is actually the same way so the the title fits it's you know there's some confusing stuff in there it's a ruse but also there are multiple ruse in that chapter i always find that i always thought that was kind of funny there are multiple roofs or ruse however you want to say it so it's kind of a play on words for that one so that's the oh yeah oh yeah that was good good. And so that's that's kind of the first the first interesting fact. So for a second one, I looked back at my my first draft of the novel and the original draft only had six chapters and they were actually named for parts of a maze. This was about half the length of the the current version. So it was about 10,000 words, half as short, half as long. And the the chapters, there were six of them. It was ingression, which is when you're taken into a maze, which is would be the surgery chapter. There were veils, entrance, blind alleys, kernel, and false passage. So kernel would have been the last one that y'all read where he's in... We don't really know what's going on. That was a weird chapter. And so the, I liked this idea, but there really wasn't enough... enough uh, maze terminology to make it work well so i kind of got rid of that idea not to mention i don't know that everybody knows what ingression blind alleys and kernels mean in the terms of like a maze um so i went with the i went with the chapters that i do currently have um the original draft also did not have multiple roofs which is what y'all just experienced um there was that that didn't happen in the original draft that was just something that got added i don't know I think I did about five drafts. I don't know which one it got added in, but it wasn't in the original. Um, Let's see here. So the name Roland was set before the book was written. It's that, that name is already in the visions of Bezic, So that his name was already set in stone. The name Ruth was chosen because it starts with the same consonant and allows for nicknames that are similar. So I'm not confirming whether whether Rue is or isn't in Bezic, but I wanted their names to be similar. Um in the in the very beginning when y'all started reading this a few chapters in, I know Sparky chapter two was saying that, you know, or maybe not chapter two, but pretty far in or pretty early in that Ruth might be a figment of Roland's imagination. And whether that's true or not, I'm not saying, but that's definitely the vibe that I wanted y'all to get. So I made their names similar, Rue and Roe, and I dropped some hints that they were the same person, which may or may not be true. There's still there's still some surprise. There's at least one surprise left in the book, at least. Um, But anyways, so I also mentioned a couple of times in the earlier chapters that they they almost seem like the same person. They share some of the same attributes and things like that. They laugh at their own humor. You know, they kind of. And when you're in a long relationship, you do kind of take traits from the other person. You do kind of become somebody different than you were before you were dating or before you were married. Um, But I wanted to make sure I emphasize that in the story. And along the same lines, to give a, a kind of blur to whether Ruth exists or doesn't exist, almost everything that's in the book is kind of done from Roland's point of view. I try to keep everything from his perspective. Um, things that are in his mind, things that he sees or things that he perceives. Um, everything's kind of attri- attributed to his own thoughts, his impressions of what Ruth is doing or thinking, not necessarily what she would have or would not have been thinking. Um, another interesting fact, I don't have to many more of these, but I thought y'all might be interested. This is a, this is a more immersive uh, experience with the author. You get to hear these little tidbits but the, the shortest chapter is the surgery chapter. It's surprisingly only about 1,200 words. Um, and that is the shortest chapter. The longest chapter is Maze 2, which is about a little bit over 3,000 words. So it's more than twice as long as surgery. Um, I, I think I mentioned previously that the novel takes place in 1985. Um, that would be two years before the stories that are in the visions of Bezik. And if I'm recalling correctly, I think 1985 would be the 50th anniversary for Roland and Ruth. Um, The novel takes place over about three days. The first day is the cafe lunch and Roland stabbing himself with the needle. Um, There's a earlier, um, Lane, I think your mom said something about uh, whether I was trying to, there was any ideology or trying to... uh, Tell people things. And something you can take away from this this novella is uh, don't pick up biohazards. Um, it's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> you could accidentally poke yourself. But so that that was the first day. And in the second day of the novel is he wakes up, he searches for Ruth and he crashes his car. A lot happens that day. Um, I'm not envious of that day at all. And then the third day will actually be the next chapter, Truth. Um, It's a pretty short chapter. And something else that I think I'll be interested in hearing is that I think there's about 10 characters in this book. Four of them have their own chapters in the visions of Bezik. I'm not going to say who. I've already said the well-dressed man. But there are three others that have chapters in the visions of Bezik, their own kind of stories to tell. And let's see here. And the Visions of Bezik also has almost all the same locations from the Cafe Delamar to the hospital, the business district, historic district, even the pet shop, I think, is in the Visions of Bezik. Um, and that uh, I think that kind of concludes the interesting facts that uh, that I put together. And those are I don't know that I could share all those before we got this far into the book. But you also asked about what what kind of ex- to expect from the last chapter. And there there are answers in the last chapter. Um, I think it does identify who the antagonist is in the novel. And that's there's the antagonist doesn't even have to be a person. And again, i'm I'm very cautious not to ruin anything when i when I say these things. So there's there's a lot of different options, and I've I've listened to the other spaces that y'all had about this, and one one of the primary um, thoughts is the antagonist is his mind, um, that he's imagining a lot of this. Um, I haven't I didn't hear all of this space, so some of these might not be as relevant. But I I I think I heard at some point that somebody thought the antagonist might be the fox, um, which that's that I think um, well. I'll, I'll go ahead and confirm now. The fox is not a main character in anything yet, um, but I have been inspired by listening to these things. That I think I need to do some sort of animal story set in Bezek, and the fox can be a main a main character in that. You uh,
2: can it have some interesting.
8: The fox has its own series. <laughs> oh yeah, he could. He could. That'd be good. And he can have a some point in his series will be where Roland almost hits him. The fox could have some funny thoughts about that, but. There's also the hospital could be the antagonist. Ruth could be the antagonist. Um, there's there's there might be a few more, but that's I think that's what I've heard mostly. And uh, so that, that's something that'll get answered. Um, and you also be get an answer to whether Roland's crazy or not. Um, also, in the next chapter, it has uh, my favorite quotes are all in that chapter. There's some other quotes in the book that I like, too, but. There's three or four quotes that I love in the last chapter. And again, back to having any kind of ideology or anything like that in the book, the book is definitely plot driven. Um, I'm not savvy enough to, to have a motif or themes and stuff like that. I I try, I'll get there one day, but uh, this book, it didn't have any kind of theme until I got to the last draft that I did of it. And that's when I, some of the quotes that I like from the last chapter are kind of pushing that theme. And the theme is I, I, when I went back, I went back and added a sprinkle, a little bit of the theme in it, but it's not really obvious until you get to the last chapter and Roland makes some, some thoughts or some comments that kind of push a little bit of a theme. Uh, but, but primarily it is plot driven, but overall for the next chapter, I just hope you are ready for the truth.
4: Yo,
0: now I think you're messing with me. I think, oh, man, I don't Xander know. Xander is antagonist.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Xander's antagonist. We found it. <laughs> oh,
0: I love this. This is so cool to hear your thoughts. And you say really funny things, too. Uh, I just have to mention that. You're very creative and witty and funny. Uh, just little side comments that you toss in there. It's really good. <laughs> Dap, go ahead.
5: Alexander, so I had a question that I was going to ask you, um, so on this chapter, Ruse, he he um, answered it already. No, no, he didn't. Not completely. Not the way that I wanted it to be answered. Um, yeah, you talked about Ruth and Roland's names, but I was wondering about Ruth. Was Ru- uh, you said that Roland Hardy had his name picked and everything, but but Ruth, um, did you come up with uh, Ruth and the Ruse part there? Um, did you come up with her name after titling that chapter or before titling that chapter? And like, was it just luck kind of thing that that worked out that way with the? Uh, Ruse and there's two there's multiple ruse in the chapter.
8: That's a good question. Um before I answer that, I'm gonna thank Lane for saying I'm funny. As an accountant, that's high praise. Um <laughs> but so I actually named Ruth pretty early on. Um and one one thing I learned when I wrote the Visions of Bezic, I learned that you pick a name and you stick with the name. When you start changing names, you, you create a lot of problems for yourself. Um, so I picked Ruth early on. And the reason I picked Ruth, well, how I, how I found that name, really, was I just Googled names from her birth year. And Ruth started with an R, so it checked off that box. It was similar to Roland. And I could come up with a nickname that was kind of similar to Ro. So the Ruth existed before the, the Rue's name was given to that chapter did that answer it?
5: Yeah, so I was just wondering if it was one of those things where it's like, hey, I wrote the book, I don't know the name of the characters, but I know that you did it with Roland, but I didn't know if you'd done it with Ruth or not because I just wanted to know if it was luck that it came out that way or if it, you know, was uh, something like, oh, well, I can, you know, plant this here. So, it sounds like you got lucky. It,
8: it was luck, yeah. I would have found something else clever to name that chapter, but yeah, it Ruth just It was luck, or I'll call it fate. We'll call it fate. But because you asked that question, I do have uh, just a a quick little interesting fact about The Visions of Bezik. So The Visions of Bezik is a much bigger book, has a ton of characters in it. And when I first started the book, like 20, 30 years ago, I don't know how long, it it was less than 30 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. But I used to do comic book strips that I would share with my friends. And the characters were named after my friends and it it generated more interest that way. Well, when I started coming up with ideas for the visions of Bezic, the characters in it were also friends and family and acquaintances Mm -hmm. and things. Um, But the story, as I wrote the story, the story kept getting darker and darker. And I was like, you know, I don't think my friends want to be in this. (laughs) So I had decided to change the names, but it was a horrible, horrible, horrible experience changing the names of all the characters in the novel because I had gotten used to calling them certain things. And now I had to call them new things and it's not just five characters. There's, there's quite a few characters in the visions of basic. So it was, whew, it was a chore. <laughs>
5: uh, another thing, uh, Ruth and Roe. you mentioned that your parents, uh, that like your father, uh, OCD and everything are, uh, are they uh, somewhat mirrored from them in a way or your experiences with them, I guess.
8: Yeah, that's a good question. So I say that about all the questions. If somebody asked a bad question, I'll, I'll probably still say it's a good question, but this is a, this is a really a good one. So I, I would say yes. I think Roland and Ruth are based primarily off of my relationships. My parents have a, a really good relationship. Um, I love them dearly, and they've got a lot of love between themselves. And they, they definitely would have a similar similar feel to them that Roland and Ruth have. I don't know that they're quite as silly. Um, I don't know that my father uh, would accidentally stab himself with a needle or joke around about that. Um, but it's probably uh, not that I would do that either when I say it's based more off of my, my relationships. But they have, a, they have kind of a youthfulness to them. And I think that primarily came from just – my, my positive relationships is um, where I got that from I'd say
0: I like that that uh, I was gonna even bring it up that you could possibly even classify this kind of story as a love story it, would I be wrong to say that i'm I'm feeling such a love story with him and Ruth whether she exists or is dead or getting experimented on. He sure loves his wife and that's really cute and fun and sweet. I don't know. Is that too far off to say that there's a love story here?
8: So that has been one of my biggest struggles of self-publishing. I do not know how you determine the genre of a book or a novel or a novella or whatever. So I agree with you. I think there, there's definitely a hint of romance. Um, the Vell's chapters is you could just take those chapters alone and that could almost be a little like a part of a romance book. Um, I think the, the overall story, especially, you know, it starts with a surgery and then it it looks like Roland might be losing his mind or something that I think that kind of overrules the, the idea of classifying it as a romance. There's definitely some romantic stuff in it. Um, some love story stuff, but I, I, I would hesitate to tell somebody, Hey, read this romance (laughs) because it's got a little bit too much, um, too much horror, too much. The suspense, I think is fine. You can still have, you can have suspense and romance together, but I don't know that it's got too much. um, I I guess I call it dark stuff to it. It's too, too much sad for it to be a romance. People who read romance, I think want happier things, Um, but I might be wrong. Uh, I haven't asked them, but
0: well, I am also excited to find out if this is a tragedy or or a romance. I, I guess at the end of the day, you can you can kind of uh, and there have been a few out there that that mix the both, and they obviously end in in one or the other. I mean, take Romeo and Juliet for example. There's nothing really happy about that love story, but for some reason, we all make that out to be like the the love story, and it's like. Not really happy at all. I don't know. So it is uh, it is fun to to put in uh, that connection. I think that has drawn in Ryan. I think that uh, Dem Reese even commented on that, how uh, he was drawn to their connection. So I think that's really, really well done with any genre to throw in some connection and especially a little bit of love and romance and timeless, you know, uh, generational love that's really special and and hard to find, you know, and hard to keep. And so I don't know. I think you're tugging at some heartstrings here too. Which I, I've got my wife here listening. I she's found me in the kitchen bawling at some silly rom com a few times. You know what I mean? I love a good I love a good uh, connection story. And even if it it is a tragedy, it I I love it. I love getting my heart strong. My heart strings tugged at so yeah well done my friend I, I love everything about what i've been reading and i'm i told everyone earlier i'm really hoping that you help us feel good about roland i care about the guy i want him to be okay and i i am already pretty sure we're not going to get many answers and <clears throat> but we'll be okay with it and we're going to want to know what what else is fishy going on. I think he's getting messed with. That's going to be a, con- a question in my head at least. So, I don't know. I'm really excited. I want to know if uh anyone else has any last questions. I haven't heard from AJ, Anoja, or Anoja. I always think about things in Spanish uh <laughs> pronunciation. So, Dave, I see you. Did you want to Lane, just,
1: it Well, Lane, I just just one question for me. I think I'm secretly a, a, a Hopeless romantic, wanting a happy ending in this, if, which I don't think it's all going to be a happy ending, but just in the sense of some absolution for these two, Ruth and Roland, that's, that's my hope. But my question to you is I never knew you liked romance, Lane. (laughs) (laughs) He prefers the bromance. Hey, that too.
0: There you go. I love a good bromance, bro. I'll give you a heart (laughs) straight up.
1: That's how I've always known you, Lane. You've loved the bromance movies super bad. I love that too. Wedding Crashers, you know. But I, but I didn't know you were a a Hallmark guy with the romance. I'm just teasing. Sorry, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just teasing. Brothers picking on brother.
0: It's true. It's true. I'll own up to it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks. Thanks again for being here, Dave and Mom. Onoja, you're going to, first of all, will you please tell me how to say your first name right so uh, I know how to say it?
10: Okay. It's Onoja. Onoja. It's not Onoja. Nice. Nice.
0: I love that.
10: Okay. First of all, I want to say to Alexander, Kudos. This, this this book was actually, I see say, not what I expected in the first place. I thought it was going to be like a boring book or, because I'm not the book type. But reading this book, the journey has been exciting. Like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I'll be just be anticipating the next move. Like... There hasn't been a dull moment with this book. Me, my my question is, when are we going to get? Are we supposed to be expecting a new book, or when are we expecting something from you, Alexander? Because this was out of my at one to ten. That's on a scale of one to ten. This book was like it broke my scale. Like. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm short of words. So, Alexander, are we supposed to be expecting another book from you? Like, when is your next project? Like, give, give us some insights. Thank you. These
4: other books are already, already out. Yeah, so, uh,
3: Greatly-
8: they, uh, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate the compliments on that. And so the visions of Bezic is already out. It's available on Amazon. And it it continues in Bezik. And so that, that's already available. And I have another novel coming out this December called He's Gonna Kill You or He's Going to Kill You. I g I can't use my Southern English on that. It's He's Gonna Kill You. No, that's the Southern one. The the title is He's Going to Kill You. There we go.
5: Isn't the southern, southern one
8: more he's gonna kill you well that's that's the accent that's not that's not the spelling but yeah <laughs> I think I think it's gonna it's gonna be a trilogy and it's gonna be the the gonna kill you series with the southern spelling but the the first uh, the first book in that series comes out this December he's going to kill you and it does not take place in Bezik but it does tie in just a little bit and it's it's what I'm currently working on. It's actually with some beta readers right now, so it'll definitely be available in December, assuming nothing nothing terrible happens to me. <laughs> but yeah, and the the visions of basic will keep you busy for quite a while. There's a lot of content to that book. It's um, it's about eighty to ninety. I think it's I think it's over ninety thousand words. I can't remember. I haven't I haven't counted the words in a while. But it's it's a lengthy book, and it'll give you a lot to think about. Until uh, December, when the the next novel comes out, but I'm hoping to continue releasing two books a year, one every December and one every June. So every six months is my goal. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I think it's I think it's doable. So yeah, I'm looking forward to putting out more books, and I hope you hope you enjoy them just as much.
0: That was awesome. That was a great uh, great compliment Anoja as well as a good question for Alexander to uh, remind us that he's got some stuff he's cooking up as well you know, we've got the visions of Bezik, I think it's going to be an easy yes from for most of us to dive into that and uh, that's that's really exciting to know that you've, you've got plans for two a year, man that's so cool that's really exciting my friend, thank you for Pumping us up. I wanted to make sure we heard from anyone that hasn't had a chance. I haven't heard from AJ, OR, and I want to open up to any last questions. I'll get a uh, giveaway going here in the background. And again, once again, Alexander, thank you so much. This is so cool. I just go back to when we were talking about this. And we were just excited about the idea that we might be able to get you on a couple of these spaces would have been so cool. And here you, you've hopped on on each one with us and, uh, for us to kind of back and forth and, uh, give summaries and thoughts, and then to have you, uh, kind of amp us up for the the next read. This has been just cool from a production level. You've really uh, made this a special experience. Thank you so, so much. Uh, A.J. and O.R., I'd love to uh, pass the mic on to you guys, and then I'll open it up to anyone else. Thank you, guys. We might have lost okay. it. Uh, go ahead.
3: <laughs>
11: <laughs> Hi, Mr. Lin. Hi, Mr. Ryan. Hi, Sparky. O.R. the nation. David, good to see you. Olaja. Zandala, everyone, good to see you. Well, the story of the book has been awesome. Love story, perfect. Um, I love the, should I say the tensions and uh, should I call it the <laughs> confusions as well because there was lo- in chapter ten itself where um, Ru and Ruth Ruth Ru was actually in the, in the kind of condition that made him in the hospital condition and then at some point uh, with despite his health he went on to search for Ruth and all that. And then towards the end of chapter 10, where he was looking for root, and then his vision was providing so many roots inspires. So I feel the chapter 10 was literally talking about uh love. Well, for me, I just basically capitalized that chapter 10 as love story <laughs> how to not give up on the one you love, and then how to go in search of the one you love. That's what I see in the chapter. In fact, everything that I had been reading was just talking about love, 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 love. Well, I like love a lot, let me not lie. So it was an interesting chapter to read and that's what I pick, you know, standing. But if you want to apply it to our daily life, it's like standing for each other. Um, even when things are going bad, um, you still want to, you know, uh, lay yourself down for someone else. And you, know, you still want to get the back of someone else. You still want to stand behind someone. You still want to, through their struggles, through their pain, you still want to, you know, you still want to show true love. Yeah, Mr. Lee, please should true love to your wife.
7: <laughs> well, sorry about that.
3: Doug. <clears throat> <coughs> no Bring Samo
0: up. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, thank you, AJ. I think a few of us have really enjoyed the connection of Ruth and Ro. And uh, <clears throat> I'm really hoping that this last chapter leaves me at peace, that Roland's okay. This was all just maybe a bad nightmare. He wakes up in Ruth in Ruth's arms, and he's just having a he's having a fever dream. He's not even sick. He doesn't even have a tumor. No, I'm just joking. i I'm, I'm preparing myself for whatever happens, but I do hope he's okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Oart, Samson, would you guys like to uh, share any thoughts before we kind of wrap everything up here?
11: Um, hi everybody.
10: Hello, good day good day to you all. Oh. So shout out to Alexander for this wonderful book. I've not actually read anything about the book yet. I won't lie but like from the remarks I've heard from everybody I think I'll look that up right straight up. So thank you for this wonderful book and everything I've heard about the book sounds cool. Oh. I'll give, I'll
11: give I'll give. you need to, you need to give it a try <laughs> and save your save your life so straight it's really a nice book I don't love reading but I have to do the reading oh. <laughs> Leave both reaction right up <laughs> so thank you AJ. thank you everyone
10: for this amazing offer let me go straight
0: please where can I get this book hey yeah that's a perfect tea up We've got the free download link right up in the Bamboo Book Time tweet. Hop in there. It's a free download. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. I'm excited because uh, that's dope. But the next round, we'll be able to support uh, Alexander with a little bit of money. Support is always cool, too. So, um, I already did. Yeah. Sparky. And by the way, that was a perfect lead into a reminder that I wanted to make sure to tell you, uh, hop in a ticket and we'll make sure we get that reimbursed my friend, because that's going to be on the list for show. So, uh, anyone that hasn't had a chance, get that free book download for this one. And, uh, as always, this is a good reminder to throw up some emojis, throw those reactions up. Dave, I got to I got to cruise over to your house and, uh, hop into discord and get your roles for you and help you get that toe app and uh, get all that squared away. Uh, You do have to throw up some emojis like you see some people doing to qualify. And if you don't show up on time, it's a pretty strict 90% rule. So if you find yourself having a hard time qualifying, you might not be throwing up some emojis or uh, hitting that 90% mark on each, on each uh, space. So there you go. There's your, rem- your reminder and uh while I'm talking about that I am setting up a wheel of names. I've got 11 people here present. I'm it blows my mind that we are uh consistently having like our VIP listeners come back and listen and show up and hang out and we're talking about books. <laughs> It's so fun. I love this. So I I love to see uh, the more people qualify for that. And uh, that's what I'm doing. So while I'm doing that, uh, Ryan, would you like to kick us off with some final thoughts or any last questions you might have for Alexander? Thank you for uh, joining me and Sparky as well as co-host tonight. Thank you.
7: Yeah, most certainly, um, for sure. Um, I just no, just hope it doesn't play out the way that I'm – Think it's going to play out in the long run in this last chapter, but I don't. Now with him saying a little bit, not too much, but kind of picked and deciphered what I was thinking, hearing him say that. No, that's kind of what I was going to say. Is having him come here and speak to us about it. It's really nice to get that perspective from the author, and instead of us just having those, you know, our, our own thoughts, and then picking a book and then kind of making our own little kind of collaborative of story together, right? Um, so it's really nice to have that and it's nice to see it evolving um, as as the time has been going by because we've been going now for quite a few months now with this and we did kind of do a little transition you know from self self self-help to uh to a book and it's going so well so far so i like it i love it i want some more of and i'm looking forward to the the next book honestly and just don't disappoint me on freaking this love story stuff gosh but and don't forget we're going to be in discord afterwards and uh shout out to everybody off to you sparky
4: I didn't bring the sound effect board up. (laughs) Here, let me do it properly. Do it properly. (laughs) (laughs) Massive echo through everyone. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I think I just I just wanted to talk on something. Um. I never said that she was a figment of his imagination per se. Like I think she was definitely a real person. I think she is a figment of his imagination in this in this book in the sense of, uh, it's like, she's, she's passed away sort of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, I I really enjoyed the book. I, I really enjoy this, uh, this conversation that we've had over things. It's been fun to kind of have a conversation with people about a book and, uh, and pick it apart. It makes you kind of want to read the book more and more, um, as opposed to like, a lot of people here who, who say they're not readers like uh dap um like even for myself like i like to read but i haven't read in a long time it it kind of forces you to read to some degree um so it's nice to actually have a like we've switched to a non-self-help book but b it's just nice to have uh the ability to, to read something and then discuss it with people and and Uh Uh-oh, you muted. Where did I mute at?
0: Just like five seconds back.
4: Uh, It's just been really nice to have the ability to have a a conversation with people about the book and and kind of feel out where people think it's going, where you think it's going, and that sort of stuff. So um, I I wish I could say that it sparked my creativity like it's done for others. Uh, It has to some degree in in that I'm wanting to go back and revisit some of the stuff that I've uh, invented – but um, I, I haven't really focused on it too much to, to try and um, pull something out of my ass. Um, I'm too enthralled with my own um, stresses in life right now to, to try and focus on something like that. But I, it's definitely intri- interested me in the stuff that I want to uh, tackle at some point. So I thank Xander for that, too, because clearly here's somebody who's got his own career and, and isn't doing this for a career he's doing it for a hobby per se um so i hope that like we can keep doing this with him and and um and then i'd like to definitely do this with edward and his book and, and or his books i should say and hopefully you can get some other um lesser known artists and start growing this into something that's um more or less involved in helping grow um, little artists not to belittle them but little artists who don't really have a following and try and get them some sort of following in that regard because um, I've really really enjoyed Xander's book and um, I feel like I don't even want to wait until the next book club uh, pick to start reading the visions of Bezic. I'm gonna get it here on Friday and I feel like I just want to start it right away so um. I don't know what book we're going to pick next. I don't know if it's going to be Visions of Bezic, I don't know if it's going to be Edwards, but um, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Um, I don't think we need to, uh, as someone who's been a co-host um, for this book club, I don't think we need to pigeonhole ourselves to this stuff. Um, I think we can definitely go into other avenues again, like the self-help stuff and and whatnot, but uh, this has definitely been uh, fun doing this. Uh, I I really, really have enjoyed it.
0: I love it. Got me fired up, bro.
4: Lane, you better come to the the Discord tonight. Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who else we got?
6: Yeah, I wouldn't mind saying some final words. Please do, please. No, do. he's not allowed. <laughs> should have get. Should have got the crickets going after that. Uh, I, I'm really in, There you go. <laughs> oh man, um, Xander, I'm really enjoying this story. the story. the funny thing is, um, this morning I realized I, I was telling Ryan, "I was like, Christ, man, like how far are we in this book? I got to start catching up." Um, I banged that out uh, from surgery right on to. Uh, to the ruse, like I banged that book right out today. I'm not gonna lie, I, uh, I plowed through that story and then started rereading the last couple chapters once I got into it. I didn't read the very last chapter because I was, uh, I was gonna hold off. Ryan said uh, to hold off, so I did. Um, but I, I, loved it. I, I, thought that was really, really well written um, from start to finish. Kept me guessing through the whole story. Um, it made me want to get back into writing, which, which I've, I've told you guys before um i'm already like starting to work on my third novel so it's exciting um with everything else going on in my life but i'm still trying to just make this uh, that journey and Xander, i'd love to pick your brain sometime and maybe even collab on a book i think that'd be a really cool idea
8: oh yeah that that'd be awesome yeah that's all that's (laughs)
0: exciting that's exciting and hey i have some good news we got might man in the house i want to hear your take my friend uh uh, might man is brave enough to tell everyone that he is a sci-fi fan and the reason i say that is because i (sighs) am very careful to say i'm a fan because I'm, i'm i don't feel like i'm like smart enough to like get really into sci-fi and it would be like me saying I'm I don't know I, j- I just uh, am not as uh, well experienced and so it's always fun uh, to meet people that are like yeah I'm super into sci-fi because it to a certain extent it's like a declaration of like well let's see how much you know kind of like saying you're you're into literature you're opening up like well how how much literature let's see let's let's find out So Mike, man, as a sci-fi guy that loves sci-fi stuff, has read a lot, uh, is this feeling sci-fi? Could it go sci-fi or do you not even want to talk about sci-fi and is it something else? Or uh, what are your thoughts in general?
12: Um, Yeah, I think it's – I could could probably twist it to a sci-fi genre, but – I don't think that's where the author's going with this one. So um, like you have all those roots coming out of the doors and I'm pretty sure that's just the tumor or something acting up. But
3: um,
12: yeah, I mean, it'd be really cool. Like you said, if, if they were, you know, actually like clones or actually robots or, you know, if they were actually doing something there, but I don't think that's what's happening. So um, I think it's, yeah, I, I with it being a prequel, I just don't think we're gonna go down all those rabbit holes. This at the end of the book, so uh, but that would be cool for sure. But no, I just I enjoyed this last chapter a lot going on, and um, looking forward to see how how Xander wraps it up and um, get the the answers that we do get from it, whatever those may be. And looking forward to hearing more stories from the town of Bezik.
0: That's a good review. Alexander, I think uh, the only time, the only downtime we might take in getting on to any books is always just waiting for the book to arrive. So I, I think tonight's my night as well to, to hop on that. Uh, we've got to hop on like some calls. Ryan, maybe we can hop on a call with Edward, plan out that. We might have to just plan out our content because this would be really awesome uh, to keep this kind of pattern going with artists uh, and authors like this, because I don't know of any other platform out there really available. And Twitter spaces is really cool and a great, great tool Uh, just in terms of like getting people together, talking about a book. It's not, it's not real normal. So it's pretty awesome. I hope uh, we can continue to be, impressed and amazed at these stories i'm just really uh in agreement with sparky that it's sparked my creativity and i think a lot of us are trying to dig deeper in our hearts uh to express that or find that or uh explore that so thank you my friend i think that's really good art anything that inspires some more art uh That's amazing. I I applaud you. Thank you so much for bringing that to us and giving that to the world. Uh, Alexander, do you have any last thoughts for us, my friend?
8: I just want to say how great it's been for me with all this. I know every, every time I join, I think I hear, um, you know, how excited or how great it is to have author join you on everything, but it's been just as fun for me. Um, I know I originally said that I may or may not make it to these spaces, but I've been enjoying it so much, it's, it's hard for me to stay away. <laughs> but yeah, and y'all have, y'all have helped me out on this, too. Um, the typos y'all found last time, that was helpful. I was able to change that pretty easily. It wasn't as painful as I thought it would be. Um, so it, it's helped me out. It's been a great experience. I only have uh, positive things to say about all this. It's been great. And I, I can't wait to hear what y'all think about the last chapter.
0: Well, we will, next Monday, wrap up The Veiled Maze with Chapter 11, T. Ruth Truth. I I, uh, say it like that in my head, both of them, like one after another. T. Ruth Truth. (laughs) I'm excited. So I'm going to probably bust into it tonight, actually. So uh, come back Monday. 10.30 10:30 Eastern Standard Time and uh, we love having everyone here thank you so so much and with that being said my friends we will let uh, we will let Alexander uh, get to sleep because we know that uh, these are these are late nights staying up with with this crazy book book club crowd <laughs> so we appreciate it so much and to hear that you're enjoying it really uh, is is a uh, plus, that's a extra cherry on top. I just am thrilled, and I'm thrilled that our book club is growing. We have 11 entries. Uh, just a couple people on the on the Towap list for Super Spaces. The qualifiers are not here tonight. This is crazy. I I just really love this. Uh, thank you so much for making my dreams come true and for helping me create. And be a part of something that I think is making my mom proud <laughs> so here we go okay I got a list of 11 here Dave uh, Famo, Mightman Sparky, AJ, Ivan XCA, CA stepination and Ryan and I'm gonna shuffle it up a few times here and hold on let me pull up my quick time because I want to record this and take a f- file, new screen recording, and let's rock and roll. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm refreshing, refreshing, and going to shuffle this a few times more. Go into customize. Someone give me a number.
4: Eighty-two.
0: Oh, it only goes to sixty though. <laughs> so let's divide it. Forty-one. Forty-one works. okay boom here we go turn up the volume it's a good sound and uh it's going to be spinning for 41 seconds so with that being said i have a few seconds to tell you to hop into the discord after this um i will be there I might have a couple calls going on in the background, but I'll just be like, hey, I gotta go on mute for a second, and then I'll hop back in, and oh man, it's sparky, is it FAMO, ooh, is it X, 41 seconds, we don't know, it's hanging on, it's hanging on, X, 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 Dave, you're really close, it might be Dave, we don't know, ooh, dang, Dave, you took it. That 41 seconds just kept dragging. You guys will see it in the video.
1: What? I never win anything. Dave,
3: you you won. Yeah, no,
0: hold on. I know that's a lie, David, because when I was, I don't know, what was I in the sixth grade, maybe the fourth grade through the sixth grade age range, you and Jeff Molcock, you guys won a red dog wakeboard from 100.3, the X, which at that time I think was pirate radio and you guys got hooked up, and it changed my life forever. So, thank you for winning something. You do win stuff, bro.
1: Heck yeah. Oh, like that red years dog ago. wake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Won by so,
3: respect.
1: A lot of years ago. That's true. But it changed my life, too. That red dog wakeboard had some sweet memories on that, didn't we?
0: Oh, boy. Oh, yes. And uh, that's exciting. Welcome to the winner's circle, my friend. And I, I'll help you be a holder of the Tow app, and I'll help you uh, link up to Collab land and get in the Discord, enter some more giveaways, and win some more stuff. Because this is really exciting to our community that uh, my real-life people are like – hopping in and participating so yeah win some more bro come on back and participate we love this thank you so much
1: thank you i'm honored to be in the winner circle after 30 years feel <laughs> good
0: well i'm going to post it up and uh i'll i'll shoot you a dm because i've got your phone number and uh I'll I'll get you some Ethereum into your wallet because I know you got one. And with that yeah, be- technically
5: you can just hand
4: cash over to him.
0: <laughs> I know, I know that, that might be funny. I should, yeah. I should do that for content right over on my one wheel with 10 bucks and and uh, congratulate him for winning a, a crypto giveaway. <laughs> if you record uh, that and then post, that would be great content. That's not a bad idea, Dave. Are you down? Heck yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. It's done. I'll, you guys will see Dave's happy, smiling face on, on video. I'm going to do this. This is a good idea. I like it.
4: <laughs> I mean, uh, you save the gas fees, right? I'm looking forward yeah, to it.
3: Yeah, there's
0: no Yeah, no gas fee. It's and, and I'm on an electronic one wheel. So, oh, that's even perfect, Sparky. There
3: is that's, gas
0: my, that's a punchline, bro. Gas-free. Ext- yeah, I love it. <laughs>
5: Electricity. <laughs> it's
0: your
1: gas Ga- fee. Gas-free. That's right. Gas free is a good phrase in a lot of ways. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> thanks to Alexander also. And uh, it was great to have Edward with us here tonight as well. Might Man, thank you for popping up. Uh, thanks to everyone Samson, AJ, Oart, Brian, Sparky, Edward, AJ, Oart, Might man. I'm just going through the whole list. I'm going to say everyone like three times. So Jack. Got to say love. Jack. yes much love have a good night you guys hey panda fam just a reminder if you like our content go ahead and follow us on twitter at pandamania underscore nft and you can join our live episodes thank you